Hey, welcome everybody to our Monday program. And it's gonna be, listen, this is gonna be terrific today. Uh, I have so much to talk about. And, uh, but before we get going, just a quick reminder, join me this Sunday night at 412 Church in Southern California, San Jacinto. David Tal, IDF commander and major is gonna be joining me. He's not in Israel right now, he's here in California. So he's gonna be joining me live and in person. Uh, and I'm looking very forward to a prophecy update with you guys. It will be live streamed also if you're not in California, unable to make it. But if you can be there, the information is on our website, hopeforourtimes.com. It's gonna be absolutely terrific. Uh, and we'll even do some Q&A with you guys too. Um, it's gonna be great. Okay, uh, I'm gonna invite my guest in here in just a second. And uh, my guest is uh, J.B. Hickson. And uh, many of you already know who J.B. is. Uh, I've had him on here several times already. And JB, he is a nationally known author, speaker, and radio host with more than 30 years of ministry experience in the pastoral and academic arenas, recognized for his expertise in the area of systematic theology. Uh, he has a passion for communicating important theological truths from God's word in a clear and easy to understand way and for helping others learn how to study the Bible effectively for themselves. I'd say that's pretty good. That's what we all need, right? Mm -hmm. How do you study the Bible? So Dr. Hickson has served on the faculties and adjunct faculties of nine colleges and seminaries. He earned his BA degree from Houston Baptist University and also his degree from uh, Dallas Theological Seminary and PhD from Baptist Bible Seminary. He's the author of 11 books. One of them you can see right here. Uh, he, uh, when he's not traveling for speaking engagements, he's usually in the pulpit at Plum Creek Chapel in Sedalia, Colorado, where he serves as the lead pastor. So please welcome uh, J.B. Hickson. J.B., thank you for joining me today. Um, that's quite an intro. <laughs> yeah, are you sure you read the right one? <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks for letting me. Thanks for letting me be here. It's going to be a great discussion. Uh, it, it, it is. Hey, by the way, I I need to bring up something before we get going. Uh, and and folks, we're going to be talking about some psyops today, and uh, I want you to think through this. We're going to get here in just a minute because uh, the media has created a false left right paradigm. Uh, with controlled opposition leading into a one-world government. We're going to go there in just a minute. And, I, and JB is, is just absolutely one of the best, if not the best, at working through these things. And I totally believe it, folks. There's deception on the right. There's deception on the left. All, Satan is the master deceiver. But I'm going to have JB describe for us how it is happening. But I, I want to go here first. So... Um, Yesterday at my home church that I pastor, where David Tell will be joining me this uh, coming Sunday night, December 3, for the Prophecy Update. Uh, yesterday, I stepped down from my position as lead pastor in order to do Hope for Our Times full-time. And I'm excited about this. A little bit, you know, it's, it's a test of faith for me. I'll finish out the year at the church. But I'm really looking forward to the upcoming year. We already have a lot of new things. We're going to be reaching into Brazil Doors have opened up there also down in New Mexico and uh, we'll be in Switzerland, Ireland, and Scotland again. Uh, friends, there's so many things I wanna update you guys on. Uh, also, we uh, have now have a partnership with Hebrew University in Jerusalem, which is totally cool. 
And we have a new program coming up called the Tom Hughes Report, which is also in agreement with his channel. And it will be here and also on his channel. So I, and there's more exciting things. Todd Hampson's going to be joining me too uh, to do a regular uh, program. And, and uh, you know, Todd from Prophecy Pros and Jeff Kinley. So there's exciting things that are taking place. And, um, and there's more to tell you. That's all I'm going to tell you guys for now. But I just needed to be, have the free time, the, 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 be able to give myself uh, fully to hope for our times and you guys. And I want to thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your support. As I've mentioned many times before, we are not supported by any church. We weren't supported by 412 Church before. We're not. We, we haven't been. And it's just you guys. And I want to thank you so much because you help us to be able to continue uh, moving forward. Listen, we're like JB. Uh, you and I both know JB. We are going to press forward until the day that Jesus calls us home. And, and I praise God for brothers like JB and so many others that I've been able to meet over the years through ministry, they're like-minded. So I want to thank you guys for your prayers. Thank you for your support. And again, we aren't supported financially by any church or anything. It's just through your guys helping us. So thank you. But man, am I excited about moving forward. And uh, very, uh, very cool. If you want more information, check out the message I did yesterday morning. It's on, the, uh, on YouTube. But for right now, JB, are you ready? I am ready, Tom. We live in exciting days. Okay. So I've got to ask you about this because you've thought through this so much more than just about anybody I know. I'm in total agreement. I can see it. And, but there is um, the, the lack of discernment that needs to, the, the Christian really needs right now. I think a lot of people that watch your programs or mine, they're, they're already kind of tracking along with this way more than most people are. Uh, but the media has created this false left versus right paradigm, and it's really, it's total deception. And I believe that it is, and I'll give you some of my own examples, I think, in a few minutes, but I want to hear from you. The people want to hear from you. They tell me I talk too much on my own program when I'm interviewing. So I'm going to turn it over to you. JB, walk us through this, this false <laughs> left, false right, and help us work through it so that we have good discernment. Yeah, I mean, I appreciate the chance to to kind of talk about that. It's it's really my driving passion for the last 17, 18 years. And uh, to kind of give you a, a, just a quick uh, picture of my journey, you know, I uh, grew up in a Christian family and, and, and got involved in ministry at a very young age and uh, was involved in academics. Uh, didn't plan on that, but the Lord opened some doors and I got into academics, thought that was going to be the duration of my career, really. Um, so, you know, very much... Um, a studier, I love to study, connect dots, uh, prove things. I'm a, a systematic theologian by trade in the sense of I like to con compare scripture with scripture and approve doctrinal uh, viewpoints and so forth. Um, and through it all, I was a diehard, you know, right wing conservative Republican, you know, Rush Limbaugh, listening to all the conservative stuff, very involved in politics, uh, served on Jack Kemp's presidential campaign, uh, was one of the, did one of the uh, advanced work for him uh, in the, when he did the debates in Houston. Um, 
just very much politically involved, very connected, and very much buying into the political aspect of the right wing. And my whole world was rocked about 18 years ago when I was having uh, a what turned out to be a, a rather a providential lunch with a, a colleague of mine, also an academician, uh, who just began walking me through some uh, some things that were not as I thought they were in the grand scheme of things. He too is a brother in the Lord, a great Christian, a uh, man of God. God, good student of the word, a fellow professor. And I remember sitting there listening to him uh, explain some of these uh, truths uh, that ran so contrary to what I had thought I understood that I just couldn't believe it. My mouth was agape, and I respected him enough to know that he's not crazy and and uh, it prompted me after about a three hour lunch to go home and and, and really go down the rabbit hole that, uh, as my wife will tell you, has consumed uh, us and our family uh, for the last 17, 18 years. It impacted the way we raised our children. It impacted where we lived, uh, our finances. Everything began to evolve around this understanding that very little is as it appears. And of course, Tom, all of it, uh, as we studied it and went down this road through the lens of a biblical dispensational, you know, conservative viewpoint of scripture, which has really become, I think, one of the things that s separates me uh, out from a lot of the conspiracy theorists out there, because uh, they're all over the map. You've got unbelievers, you've got atheists, you've got people just coming from all different directions trying to explain their understanding of the so-called deep state or, you know, the the global elite or whatever they want to call it. Somehow that there's a a force behind the scenes, a shadow government uh, is what uh, Grant Jeffrey called it. Some others. Uh, so there's all kinds of terms out there, but I think what has kind of carved out a niche for Not By Works Ministries is the fact that the Bible is our only standard for beliefs, attitudes, and practices. And so as we've tried to make sense of this grand conspiracy, the unseen hand, as some people call it, uh, we've tried to do so as best we can uh, with a fidelity to the scriptures. And so the bottom line is um, there is certainly philosophically and theologically and morally a right and a left, uh, and we get that straight from the Word of God, which is our standard for right and wrong. But when it comes to the United States and American politics, long ago, our political system was hijacked by uh, Satan's co-conspirators on earth. And by that, I mean part of the grand conspiracy, of course, starts with Satan versus God. Satan tried to take over the world tried to, uh, you know, orchestrate a coup in heaven. God rebuffed that coup, kicked him out. He took one third of the angels with him, and he's been trying to take over this earth ever since then. And so there's no question about that for anybody that reads the Bible. You've talked about it. So many other prophecy experts have talked about it. We're aware of it. Psalm 2, etc. Um, and so, but what, what, a pe what a lot of people haven't quite come to terms with is the fact that Satan is using earthly human beings in this attempt as co-conspirators uh, that he has been using for many millennia. I mean, the bloodlines run all the way back. Um, and uh, and so what I came to realize is that within the last 100 to 130 years, the United States was co-opted by these Luciferians, as they like to call themselves, and they are doing everything they can systematically and intentionally uh, to bring down this country. And so the the, the, what I sometimes tongue in cheek call the Republicrats and Democans are a big part of that. You know, the the uh, the, the the whole right left um, concept in politics 
uh, it really ought to be self-evident to those who take the time to, to, to really pay attention. And that is that, you know, we've had plenty of opportunities in the last seven or eight decades where Republicans uh, have controlled the White House, both houses of Congress, and of course now even the Supreme Court. And yet we never seem to make the necessary changes to align with you know, God's word and, and the biblical principles. And that should tell you something, that most of our politicians are controlled. And I'll, I'll hasten to add, and then I'll, I'll throw it back to, to you uh, see what you think about this craziness that I've just expounded. But I, I want to be careful to point out that not everything is controlled. It's not a monolithic conspiracy. These are Satan, first of all, is not omniscient or omnipotent, and certainly his earthly co-conspirators are not. So they control a lot more than what people realize. But there are a lot of mistakes and competing agendas and uh, organic things that happen that are not deliberately part of the grand conspiracy. They just happen because we live in a fallen world. And so there are, uh, I believe, occasionally uh, non-controlled politicians and congressmen and so forth who are not uh, a part of the conspiracy. And the Luciferians like to let that happen for a while. It's called uh, controlled opposition or Hegelian dialectic. They they want us to have a voice out there and feel like somebody represents us, but they'll never allow them to get very far with their conservative agenda, uh, you know, without stepping in and, you know, throwing a wrench in things. So it's not completely controlled, but I think it's far more controlled at the political level than people realize. Yeah. I, I you know, I, I totally agree with you. Um, when, when I think of what's happening right now, what's obvious from the spiritual aspect of it, is we're constantly hearing these attacks on the Bible, um, whether it's because of the nation of Israel or it's just whatever's going on in the world. Uh, uh, Yuval Noah Harari or whoever it is, right? It's, well, the Bible doesn't really mean that or it was, there's heirs in it or whatever. And so you can't really believe it. So we need a new Bible, you know, and right on down the list. Uh, it, but when you, it goes all the way back to the Garden of Eden, where the serpent says to Eve, did God really say that? Mm -hmm. God knows that if you eat of the fruit of the, uh, of the tree in the midst of the garden, you won't die. In fact, he knows you'll be like God. And, and that, this is the constant lie that lies at the root of what's being taught in universities and what's everywhere else. Now, as you work that out, you go to the Tower of Babel, and we see the great deception. God had to uh, destroy the plan of Nimrod and separate the world according to nations because he was forming this one world government against the God of heaven. Uh, we go to Isaiah. What is, I think it's Isaiah chapter 14 where Satan says, I will ascend. I will be like the most high God. It's this constant push of Satan. And he's a much greater deceiver than anybody uh, really thinks about unless you've got to be firmly planted in God's word to really understand. Okay, now you work out a little bit further. When you come to the time of Jesus and he goes before the Sanhedrin, he's turned over by Judas. He's betrayed by Judas, right? So he goes before the Sanhedrin. So who's in the Sanhedrin? You have Sadducees and Pharisees. The Sadducees were left. They would be the political leftists of today. The liberals didn't really want to believe in this God stuff, but they were Jews, right? And then you had the Pharisees who were 
uh, lived by the letter of the law, they were the religious, and they were politically right. The problem is that both of them wanted a political leader. And Jesus, they realized Jesus isn't going to give us the victory that we want over this oppressive government of Rome. So what do they do? They vote together to eliminate Jesus, both the right and the left do, because he wasn't delivering the political victory they wanted. And one is coming, Antichrist, who will deliver the political victory, and both right and left will be deceived. But this goes all the way back to the Garden of Eden. You start working it out to where we are today. And I'll I'll give you an illustration, and I'm going to turn it back over to you. So when I was around 20 years old, uh, 2021, somewhere in there, 22, probably 22, because I was doing roofs before that. I started a gardening service and uh, were in landscape, right? So I mowed lawns and put in sprinklers and things. And I discovered, I, I mentioned this at Billy Crone's church a couple weeks back, and I said, this is what I discovered. As a 22-year-old kid who was drinking beer most of the time and mowing lawns, and I, I, my, I think I had a D average in school. I was able to figure out something, JB. I figured out that I, I had one company. I figured out I could start a dummy company. So I did. All I needed was a phone number and uh, a name in, a, in the yellow pages, wherever it was I put it. So my real company would get a phone call. I would go out and bid the job. My fake company would get a phone call. I'd send out one of my friends paying 50 bucks. He'd give them a different price, and guess what? I would usually get the job if I got both of my, my real company and my fake company in a bid. And I played them against each other, and nobody knew that. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, if I could figure it out as a kid who was drinking beers and mowing lawns, I'm pretty sure that these, these entities that are out there are way beyond that as you said, the Luciferians. So for me, it's not hard to figure out. And I think what's also happening is within the right. You know, I can see things real easy in the left. But I think within the right, there's some things that are planted out there that aren't true, that are bitten on, and it it leads people into uh, seeing something that isn't really there, which also plays into this agenda. Absolutely. Yeah, no, no question about it. It's the deception is getting worse and worse. And it is spiritual. I mean, that that's the thing I want people to understand that for me, everything that I studied the last, you know, 17, 18 years uh, came from the perspective, there is a cosmic battle. What is Satan doing to try to win this battle? And what is God and what are God and his people doing to kind of protect the world in this battle that he's already won. I mean, we know how it all ends. Everybody uh, who reads the Bible understands that, but it's it's that in-between time that I think has, uh, has people puzzled. And so the culmination of all those years of study started last year uh, in the early part of the year, March, when I published uh, Spirit of the Antichrist, Volume 1. It was originally going to be a one-volume book, but it just it just kept going, and I ended up it ended up having to be two books. Uh, volume 2 came out in October of last year, and then we just published the one you've got on your uh, desk there, uh, which is really a, a part three of sorts. It's the third in a, a three-volume uh, triad, if you will, and all three of them try to explain, as best I understand, 
uh, how this Luciferian conspiracy is manifesting itself the closer we get to the return of the Lord. And, you know, one of the things that Satan is a master at, and you talked about it with him confronting Eve, is uh, divide and conquer, dividing people. And right away, he tried to divide Eve from God. You know, he said he, he caused her to doubt God's word. He directly questioned God's word. Um, you will not surely die. By the way, that's Satan's ultimate lie from the very beginning, and it has not changed in 6,000 years. Satan said, you can sin and get away with it. You can sin and you won't die. And that lie for unbelievers is going to who who uh, reject the gospel and refuse to trust in Jesus Christ and Him alone for salvation is going to lead to their eternal punishment. For believers, by the way, who continue to fall into the trap of that lie, it's going to lead to great unpleasantness and pleasantness and consequences and devastation. I mean, sin is awful. Sin has consequences, and sadly, even many believers fail to acknowledge that. Uh, that reality. But the the grand conspiracy or the Luciferian conspiracy, which by the way is their term, uh, is absolutely real. And the closer we get to the return of the Lord, the more manifestations of it uh, we are seeing. So in the three books, uh, and folks can go to spiritofthefalseprophet.org to get kind of the, the rundown on the latest. I have the, the whole table of contents and preface uh, listed in there. But t- together, they touch on a variety of things that as I said uh, when I started uh, this discussion, are probably not as you think they are. Um, now, you know, some are going to resonate with people more than others. I think one of the things that Satan's trying to do right now to divide and to marginalize or at least minimize the impact of the of the prophecy community is he's he's causing people to take sides on even conspiracy issues. And what I always tell people is, look, do your own research, study it. I'm not, I may not be right about everything. I mean, I cover a lot of ground in there, and I'm sure I've, I'm not 100% accurate on some things, I, I, as best I understand. And it's all well documented. I've got 40 to 60 pages in each book of bibliographic citations so people can do their own research. But obviously, I'm not infallible. Only the Lord is. But So do your own research. But even if you come to a different conclusion on certain things, don't cause that to cause a rift in the Bible prophecy community. There's there's enough that we agree on, which is that the signs are all around us that Jesus is coming soon, and we we better get our house in order and better be ready and, and sound the alarm. So, um, yeah, I mean, the, the right-left paradigm is something that, you know, uh, I get emails all the time from people saying, you know, what about this person? What about, the, you know, Mike Johnson? You know, people were all excited about him. Look, just do your own research and look beyond what the narrative is in the media, and even the alternative media sometimes essentially parrots the same narrative, and recognize that most of the time, any candidate uh, that gets to any level of, of you know prominence in the American political system is controlled, and there are multiple ways that I talk about in the books to control people. It's not just blackmail or money or power or sex or any. It's there's all kinds of ways you can control people, and Satan is is a master at manipulating uh, the human mind. And his uh, human co-conspirators have have really gotten good at that over the years. I I, I think that is uh, something that is is lost on most people. Even uh, it would be Christians do really well to remember the, just how Jesus himself calls Satan the deceiver. 
Um, mm. So when we, under, he's the deceiver, uh, he's the father of lies. So you think of the best liar that you've ever met. The biggest deceiver you totally believe got sucked in, they've got incredible personality, and you learned after some time what a liar they were. Well, Satan is far beyond that. Far, far, far beyond that. And he's the master magician. And right now, he's, he'll say, hey, look over here when he's doing this, and everybody's looking over there. The deception is, is uh, just totally off the charts. Um, yeah. And by the way, JB, well, all of all, everybody, all three of JB's books on uh, Spirit of Antichrist, we have them here in the store. And you didn't know this too, JB. This is cool. So we were at Brandon Holdhouse Church last week and uh, for the conference there. And um, we had your books. I don't know if you knew. We had your books on uh. our tables. Pretty cool. And there was a gentleman who drove from Canada 30 hours of driving. So he comes to our table and he, you know, because of shipping and other challenges, he's in Canada, so he's a little bit worried about things. And he he was so excited. He's looking at everything we had. He got he got something of everything, and he got extra excited when he found out we had your books. And he got all the JB all the JB books we had, and took them back to Canada. So I mean, it's great. So everybody, just I mean, we do these things so we'll be well in uh, well informed and and well well taught, you know, and we. We need to. I mean, we got to make sure, and all of it, you know, I want to say this, with JB's and my books, they all are founded on God's Word. And mm -hmm. so based on that, you're, you know, you get, you're getting the truth. But um, just great, your work is just fantastic, JB. I want to thank you so much because you really cause people to think. Well, you're kind. And by the way, for uh, we sell internationally as well, but it is expensive, as as the person pointed out. And so all three of my latest book, all of my books, but all three of the latest ones are now available on Kindle as well. So it's a lot cheaper. I think it's uh, 10 bucks. Amazon sets the price there. Uh, but uh, you get them instantly and you can read them on your Kindle. So if you've been and that's just that's new, that's only happened in the last month or so that we decided to go ahead and release them on uh, Kindle. So if you've been kind of wanting the book, Maybe you listen to Hope for Our Times, uh, some other uh, country, and shipping has been uh, prohibitive. Uh, consider maybe doing the the digital. I know everybody likes to hold the books in their hand, but the the Kindle yeah. book is is a good means to an end. But uh, but yeah, well, thanks for that. That's encouraging. Thank yeah. you for that. And by the way, speaking of Kindle, same thing. When we were over in in Ireland with Billy and Scotland and so forth, uh, you know, we, we couldn't take our books over. My new book and. We're telling people, hey, it's available on Kindle. There's some people want the pay, they want to feel the cover in their hand, but it is likewise. It's available on Kindle for anybody that's watching globally. By the way, we'll be in Australia first uh, of February. I'll tell you more about that later, not right now, but you can check it out, hopeforttimes.com. A bunch mm -hmm. of us will be over there. It's gonna be totally cool. Okay, JB, we got this new guy in Argentina. I mean, you don't have to go into too many. I mean, I know you've seen him. Um, boy, he's got personality. <laughs> off, yeah. off the charts <laughs> yeah yeah i just so, i just thought i'd throw that out there based on what we're talking about we'll move on from there for a minute let me ask you about this you're <laughs> sorry about that you're with alex newman just uh just recently um uh and uh, i'm looking forward i get to have alex on and i'm gonna be on his program coming up here next week too but um how you you're discussing how the global elite influence the world leaders.
because, uh, you know, people wonder about that. Why is it that they all think the same? You know, they're all gone. So as you talked about that with Alex, fill us in a yeah. little bit on that. Yeah, I absolutely love Alex Newman. I, I still remember the, the t first time I kind of came in contact with his work. Uh, for those of you who don't know, and I suspect most of your audience, uh, Tom, does know, but he is really one of the consummate investigative journalists coming from a biblical worldview. And man, he is outstanding. He's the guy that goes boots on the ground to you know World Economic Forum meetings and World Health Organization meetings and Bilderberg meetings and things like that. So <clears throat> He's not just researching it uh, like I am. He's out there, and we did a lot of boots on the ground research as well, but nothing near like what what uh, Alex has done. So I I was really excited to get him on our program uh, recently. By the way, he's going to be back on in December, and then uh, we've interacted quite a bit at conferences where we've shared the platform. But yeah, we talked about this very thing: uh, the way the global elite, the Luciferian elite, are trying to influence world leaders in their attempt to usher in a one world political, religious and economic system. And, you know, Alex uh, shared some things that were new even to me about the founding of this country uh, in terms of some of the, the the bloodlines of the Luciferians going way back and connection to Freemasonry over in the old world. Um, and I've talked about in my second volume, kind of the history of the founding of America and how, yes, we are all aware that God's fingerprints were on the founding of this country, but what people are not always aware of is how much Satan's fingerprints were also on the founding of this country. And so he just validated, and it meant the world to me because he's, you know, he's very credible, he's well known, um, and he validated a lot of the research that uh, that we talk about in our books as far as this coming one world system and how America plays uh, such a key role uh, in that. And, and that's one of the things that, you know, I think is one of the greatest signs that we're we're witnessing the soon coming of our Lord, Tom, is the decline of America, which is inseparably linked to this coming one world system. Uh, we know that biblically, but we also know that from their own writings. They have been talking since the turn of the 20th century, and I, I document this, Alex has documented it, uh, about destroying America and how America has been standing in the way of the new world order. And if they're going to achieve their satanic goals, they've got to get rid of this great country of ours. And so almost all of what has happened over the last 120 years in this country is not organic like people think it is. That includes all of the wars. That includes a lot of the uprisings, a lot of the social engineering. Uh, you know, you talked about uh, a few moments ago how you know, a lot of in the conspiracy world, a lot of times there's misinformation and they will, you know, put out false views uh, to try to discredit the truth movement. Well, that's all by design. That's a program called COINTELPRO uh, that the FBI has been on record doing for decades where they will infiltrate certain groups, whether it's a pro group of protesters or a militia or even a movement like, you know, the equal rights movement or the civil rights movement, they'll infiltrate it on purpose, on the payroll of the federal government in order to stir up uh, controversy and, and get the crowds all uh, stirred up. And I don't want to say uh, too much that's going to get you in, in trouble on YouTube, but I think a lot of that is what we saw happening, and I feel like it's, it's fairly provable uh, on January 6th. So, you know, we'll just leave it at that. But, I, but this is, they have a long track record of doing that. And so, 
people that are new to studying the Luciferian conspiracy need to be careful that they don't get led down a path that's going to ultimately uh, discredit them. And, and I'll, I'll give you one quick example that almost happened to me uh, without getting into too many details. And early on in the first couple of years of my journey, I mean, as I mentioned, we traveled everywhere. We went to every major site of every major, you know, event in the big picture of this grand conspiracy. And we talked to people, we took notes, we interviewed witnesses, and I remember talking to a guy at Oklahoma City. We were talking about this off air, and uh, you know we ran out of time, so I didn't get to mention. But I, you know, at the Oklahoma City bombing, I talked to a guy that was there, you know, when it happened, and got his take on it. And I address this in in my books. But in one in one case, I was scheduled to meet with a guy who was very prominent, very much out there riding the circuit, speaking about this particular uh, major event and his view on it. And I was really looking forward to meeting with him, but he was espousing a view that was pretty far out in left field. And thankfully, a couple of days before I was to go, uh, a, a good friend of mine who was concerned about this guy that he might be a disinformation agent uh, sent me some data and some facts that allowed me to kind of prove that, yeah, this guy's statements that he was making are not accurate, and it would be a, a mistake to spend time with him and go down there and spend the money only to allow him to try to draw me into that 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 viewpoint. So sorry to speak in such generalities, but it's it's really vivid in my mind because I could have gone a whole different direction had I caught had I kind of been swept up in that misinformation tide. So people need to understand that it's it as you said, Tom, it's harder and harder uh, with the deception getting so much you know worse, second Timothy three thirteen, it's getting worse and worse, the Bible tells us. It's it's become harder and harder for people to nuance the different aspects of the conspiracy. And so they tend to go to one extreme or another. Either they <clears throat> they dismiss it all and buy the official narrative, which is almost always a lie. <laughs> the official narrative is almost always a lie. Or they, you know, they go off on a tangent and end up, you know, sort of hoisted by their own petard, as Shakespeare would say, by by adopting a, a viewpoint of a particular issue that really is is easily disprovable, and it discredits their whole perspective. Yeah, I um, think JB, this a very conscientious of this problem within the prophecy Bible prophecy world, and I'm convinced. You know, I'm not gonna. I don't want to go too far down this path right now, but um, within the there, there's people that have infiltrated the prophecy world, and they will throw some theory out there, and man, you'll just see people gravitate toward it, and it and I know it's a lie, yeah, you know, and you can see the deception happening, and I'm convinced it is part, it's intentional to discredit those who believe in Bible prophecy and also do what Satan did back in the Garden of Eden and say, did God really say that? Because uh, once that starts happening, I mean, I, I mean, I, you know, you, you get emails, I get emails, comments, and, and then we see things that are out there and they're in the prophecy world. And I want to caution everyone, this is why we need the Word of God and why JB and I and some of our close friends, we, what we write is based upon what the Scripture tells us. And... Um, we got to be very, we really need to be conscientious. By the way, you, you, you know, talking about Alex Newman, so this is cool. So Alex, uh, I get to do a live stream with him next week from the COP28 meeting. Now, to me, 
I'm pretty excited about that, about that. And he, uh, so he was at, you know, I know you know this, JB, but a lot of our viewers don't. Last year, he was at the meeting, the climate meeting, with the guys who held up, the group held up the Ten Commandments. And it was uh, the Ten Commandments of Mother Earth or whatever they were called. Uh, Alex interviewed them there at, at, at that meeting, the, the Mount Sinai thing. He did it, and then he wrote about him. And, and, and uh, you know, it, it's, it's... He's, he, he's, he's just he's, amazing. Alex is fantastic. By the way, yeah. I, 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 think, I think you're aware... Well, I know you're aware of this. We talked about it in, when we were in Texas, where we have this conference that's going to be on the sea coming up in June. And if Alex was unable to go, you were going to be filling in in a spot. But <laughs> Alex, Alex said, I'm not going to... So, but that's going to be cool. We have Alex, Dr. David Reagan... Uh, Jeff Kinley is joining us. Bill Koenig is some of the best speakers. And listen, JB, I'm going to get you on. We'll, we'll do another one. But it's going to be off the charts. And it's a conference on the sea. It's, it's being well-educated, getting your mind strengthened, your body refreshed, and being, listen, friends, we need to be linked arm-in-arm arm with each other right now as we press forward. And this is a great chance for seven days to be a linked arm-in-arm arm with people that are like-minded. We strengthen one another. We get challenged. Excellent teaching and a, a great environment, too. So, Well, yeah, it would. I would love to be just a fly on the wall, just an attendee. Yeah. I mean, what a lineup of speakers. And, uh, and uh, yeah, I, I, I can definitely assure you uh, I would probably not have been able to nearly fill the shoes uh, that Alex uh, Alex has. But we, we have a kindred spirit on so much, and he's such a gracious guy, uh, too. Uh, you know, we've exchanged uh, PowerPoints. We've exchanged notes. Um, and uh, I just think he's the real deal. Now, does that mean we we agree on everything. I can assure you we don't. I don't know of anything yet that we of any significance that we don't agree on, but I know humanity and I know that this is these are complex issues. And so, you know, uh, certainly I'm sure you and I don't agree on every jot and tittle of every aspect of uh, prophecy. But that doesn't that doesn't preclude us from being you know, thinking critically, thinking analytically and, you know, resisting the urge to as I said, the two extremes to jump on bandwagons without lending a critical ear to it, or at the other extreme to just be dismissive of people. You know, there's a great quote out there, just because you've never heard of something doesn't mean it's not true. You know, people have this psychological tendency to think, well, if I, if that was something that major were true, surely I would have heard about it by now. I, I've learned the hard way. No, that's that's not true. I mean, and one of the reasons that, that my wife, Wendy, and I became so passionate about uh, the Luciferian conspiracy, and by the way, it was her idea to write the books. You know, it's, it started as a 14-part uh, video series or 16-part video series, I think. And then she said, you know, you just can't do it justice to that. You need to, you need to put this in a book. And, uh, and so we did. And, and we took some heat for it early on because it was such a departure from a lot of my other books, academic books. You know, I have a soteriology textbook that's used in a lot of Bible colleges. I have an eschatology textbook that's used in some seminaries and Bible colleges. And I just like to write about theology and, and God's Word. But this was something that was a burning passion and uh you know she it was it was it was her idea uh you know to to do it and i'm so grateful for her. but what what we've learned along the way is that you know when you when you think you know something you always better be skeptical there's there's something about the skeptical mind of let me just fact check that you know the the government's co-opted the term fact check 
with these groups like Snopes and yeah. uh, PolitiFact and whatever. Uh, but there is a real premise there, which is do your research and make sure you're not uh, being led astray. Amen. Couldn't be uh, better said uh, than, than everything that you just shared. And by the way, uh, I would have loved to have had you there. If I could squeeze on one more, I would squeeze you on. But I assure you, if, if the Lord tarries, and Lord willing, and we're able to go again, you are first on the list. Amen. And, uh, and it would be great. And if something happens, you know, one of the guys can't make it, I'll be calling you. So clear your calendar. Well, well now I know how to pray. I'm just going <laughs> to, I'm going to listen, bring that list of names before the Lord and ask him to, you know, uh, maybe if they catch a cold, I mean, that would be okay with me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, everybody. Hey, listen, tomorrow, Zach is going to be joining me from Wretched Watchmen. And uh, Zach's always a lot of fun. Kurt Reed's going to be joining me uh, on the app exclusive on Wednesday. I'll also have uh, another update for you on Wednesday too. And then Thursday, you can't make this up. Okay. Um, and then don't forget, again, Sunday evening, December 3, David Tal's going to be joining me for a live update. Uh, join us. Uh, listen, it's going to be great with David. Um, and, uh, and I hope that you guys can join us in person. It will be live streamed too, but you can join us in person. Okay. Final question for you, JB. You ready? Mm-hmm. What do you think is the most underrated issue that we are facing today? I think, I, I, I think it's this, what we've been talking about. But what do you think? I, I think it is, but specifically, I would, uh, I would, I would phrase it this way. Um, I would say one of the most underrated issues today is the failure to acknowledge the spiritual aspect behind all that we see unfolding before our eyes. We are so prone, all of us, myself included, to to make you know Biden or Kamala Harris or AOC or Hillary the kind of the whipping uh, the, the, uh, post or whatever, uh, and 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 that, and and we should. I mean, there's plenty of things to criticize about that list of names I just mentioned, but we need to remember, you know, Ephesians six. Ultimately, this our battle is not against flesh and blood, and there are some pretty fascinating uh, things happening in the paranormal realm and spiritual realm to me that, you know, some of our mutual colleagues and friends that uh, that you've known longer than I have, and I've in the last few years gotten to know guys like L.A. Marzulli and Billy Crone and others uh, are out there talking about, but still most people haven't really awakened to the reality of the spiritual manifestations all around us that are happening that to me is not getting enough attention in the context of, of Bible prophecy. That's great. Uh, very good. Thank you. And by the way, reminder, uh, JB's books are available in the Hope for Our Time store. We want to make sure that you guys, let's get them. You're going to be super blessed, well-educated. And again, our books are based on what does the Bible actually say? So uh, everything JB has is great. Uh, thank you, JB, for joining me. Again, I'm going to get you on one of these conferences on the sea. We're going to get there, and uh, Lord willing, and if we're not raptured, but I'll be honest with you, JB, I much prefer to be raptured. You and yeah. me both. Come, Lord Jesus. Uh, it would certainly be uh, be nice, uh, you know, if it happened today. I mean, I don't get a vote. It's up to the Lord, but I'd vote for today. How about you? Uh, me too. I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. I'm pretty sure everybody online also. you have any final closing thoughts for everybody? 
Uh, yeah, I would just encourage folks to, uh, you know, uh, to remember what we've talked a lot about on this show, that things are seldom as they appear. Uh, now more than ever, I think folks need to, to seek the truth, discover the facts of the matter and steal themselves, uh, you know, for what's coming. If the Lord does not come back soon, uh, I mean, we're, we're headed for, you know, some tough times. And that means, number one, make sure uh, you know the Lord. Uh, Christ died for our sins, rose from the dead. He's the only hope. He paid your penalty. And if you'll place your faith in him and him alone as the only one who can forgive sin, uh, he will give you the gift of eternal life. And if you've already done that, like you said, stay in the word because uh, we need that true north, that anchor more than ever. Amen. Thank you very much, JB, for joining us. And thank you, everybody, for you joining us today. And tomorrow's going to be terrific. The whole week's going to be great. Uh, so looking forward to seeing all you guys and um, shalom.